Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan here, at Big Cass. Today we got you know a unique show on the agenda. We're going to go over the Mount Rushmore of players of Ohio State players by position. Uh, this is Cass's idea. I thought it'd be great. Um, so let's, I mean, let's get into it, Cass. Where do you want to start? Offense or defense or special teams? Special teams. Special teams? All right, let's do it. Because I think special teams, you could really narrow it down to these four guys. I mean, honestly. Um, Cameron Johnson, uh, I put on there because there was a lot of times he flipped the field when he was a punter at Ohio State, and uh, he was so good too. Like he was a nice Aussie punter, and like he was probably one of the best, and and very underrated too, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Nugent, obviously, I mean, for the longest time he was an all-time leading scorer at Ohio State. Um, Chris Gamble and Ted Ginn Jr. I mean. Those are no-brainers. 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 Um, I mean, you could probably argue Cameron Johnson with others, but I really couldn't find any other punter in Ohio State history that was as good as Cameron Johnson. So I, I, I agree with you with Gamble, Ginn, and Nugent. I think those three guys are locks. Um, yeah. For me, I, I would for, on my list personally – um, you could split hairs at the punter. I, I would say, uh, I, I would, I would say it's either you know Cam Johnson, Drew Chrisman was a great punter for us. I think he and he's a great punter for the Bengals right now. I think um, he's deserving of that. But uh, uh, just I'm gonna be a little different here, and I, and this might not be what he did at Ohio State. But when you think special teams, Nate Ebner, I yeah. feel like, I feel like. He is the quintessential Ohio State special teams. When you think of special teams, like he's just a special teams player. Like I don't, he wasn't. I don't think he was phenomenal on special teams at Ohio State. But what he did in the NFL, I think he deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I, 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 I can see that. I can see that. Um, now it gets really tough. <laughs> We're going to really tough. You could have done safety and corner, but I just broke it down by DB. Yeah, it's we don't have enough time. I I put Sean Springs because Sean Springs was really really good in in the nineties. Uh, but you could almost put him in special teams instead. But I think Sean Springs actually, if you really think about it and dig deep, um, even Jack Tatum on there. But I think when you start with first round talent at DB. You really have to start with Sean Springs because between Tatum and Sean Springs, there was a big gap. And then since Sean Springs, it just seems like there's been number one, uh, number one draft, I mean, a first round draft pick from there and there and there. I think Sean Springs is what really catapulted it. Um, I also put Mike Doss. Mike Doss, literally, he was Mr. Buckeye in 2002. Um, came back for his senior year. He's won it. He's the only one I can think of that's ever that's won a championship in every single level of football. That's insane. 
That is. Um, that, that, that's that's like I mean, when you think about like how good you have to be to win at all all major all three levels, it's 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 a testament to the t- kind of player he is. Yeah. And then I put Antoine Winfield. Antoine Winfield. Yeah. Was a... And then Malik Hooker. Yeah. And then Malik Hooker. Like Malik Hooker, I know it was only one season, but look what he did. He should have won Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year and he got robbed of that. The voters are but... stupid. <laughs> yeah. Your bro peppers won it with one interception. Ridiculous. Malik Hooker, like, kind of changed the safety position as that tall, lengthy, athletic safety that, outside of his injuries in the NFL, he's had a solid NFL career. I mean, he's he's hit the injury bug. But Malik Hooker, you imagine if he started more than just one year at Ohio State. He would have been unreal. I mean, he, he Hooker has had a pretty solid NFL career so far. He has 11 career interceptions, and he's starting on the Cowboys now. I, he's only 27. Uh, I, I think. I mean, I think he's still going to play a long time in the NFL. I think he's really kind of found himself with Dallas. I think they found a like a, a really not a diamond or rough. I think they just found a, a guy that kind of fell out of favor in Indianapolis, and now he's having a really good career with Dallas. Cass. Um, I agree with your list 100. percent I I honestly I didn't have a single single different different one and like I'm a DB obviously so like I would have I I, I like I think he did a great job just going going through that as a DB myself like the only only other guys I you could make a case for I think were maybe um, Jordan Fuller he's won a Super Bowl but he he was hurt um, Okuda but the problem is he, the NFL production isn't there. Um, and he did struggle at times, but Jack, Jack Tatum was the only one that I really was like really thinking about putting in there. But like, like I said, there was that gap between the six, the sixties and seventies and nineties when it came to DBs, first round DBs, and Sean Springs is what really started it. Yeah, no, you're right, bro. I I agree. Um, Want to do linebackers now? Yeah, linebackers. This one is going to get contentious. Hard. Really hard. Uh, Chris Spielman, no-brainer. A.J. Hawk, no-brainer. James Laurinaitis, no-brainer. A lot of people might not agree with me, but I put Andy Castamore. Andy Castamore came in as a true freshman and just took the bull by the horns, and he was a man's man. Andy Castamore was a stud for three years at Ohio State. And, like, but the thing is, his size now – the size he was back then, like he was big, big shoulder pads, had the lineman face mask with the with the black the black face shield, had an interception in the Rose Bowl, all two time All American. Dude was dude was a, just a football player, and he great middle linebacker at Ohio State. And I mean, you could you could switch him out, but Andy Castamore is right there. So you obviously have to have Spielman. I think that's a no-brainer. You got to have Hawk. This is where it gets tough, man. Uh, I, I, I'm taking I'm taking Katsum. Who else did you have? Who's your third? James Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis. I'm going to take both of them off. And I'm going to replace them with the newer generation guys. Uh, I, I have to have Darren Lee on mine. I, I just I just do I um just because he was so important to that 2014 national championship defense first round pick 
Uh, he was just a different type of player. Speed, aggression, can you know, good in coverage, good good against the run, could do everything. Um, I have Darren Lee, and like, obviously he was a three-star guy, quarterback. You weren't sure what he was going to do, and then he was just a, a pleasant surprise. Um, going going off of kind of the freshman, you know, really stepping into a big role, I'm going to go with Raekwon McMillan. Um, you know, he was, you know, a leader, I think, for the Urban Meyer era defense. Um, he obviously played a big role on that national championship defense, playing a lot. Um but I just think Raekwon, I mean, he's having a great NFL career too. I, I think he, and he was such a big recruit too. He was a big time. What was he? Was he a five-star? Yeah. I yeah. yeah. I mean, he was everything that was promised. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with Raekwon. I know, I know you, you want to, you look like you want to rip my throat out right now. Cause I didn't put those the two other guys on no. there. It's your, it's your list. I mean, I'm not ripping nobody's throat. I mean, Linebacker is one of those positions where it's really hard to choose between. And I get the Darren Lee pick because he, he created that, that speed linebacker at Ohio State. I mean, you can almost, you can almost argue Jerome Baker over Darren Lee as well. You know what? Um, I did, I, 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 I did have, I did think about him too, Cass. I had to, I just couldn't put him on though because the difference is, Darren Lee was part of a national championship team. Jerome, you know, college football playoff team, but that was the difference, in my opinion. Uh, defensive line again could have done DN, the defense, defensive tackle. Um, I got two big time old timers on here: Bill Willis, who obviously it's the the the, the number zero. The Blocko jersey is because of him, um, hands down. Bill Willis was one of the great at Ohio State. Jim Marshall is an NFL Hall of Famer. Played for the Vikings, Iron Man, um, Purple People Eaters defense. Just a stud. And I got some young bloods, man. Just two guys who came in and wrecked havoc when they played Chase Young and Billy Bosa. Uh, those are my, that's my Mount Rushmore. Uh, to me, Chase Young and Billy Bosa were no-brainers. And I, I threw in Jim Marshall and Bill Willis just because they are both NFL Hall of Famers and what they meant um, to Ohio State back during the Civil Rights music, uh, Movement and stuff. And, you know, Jim Marshall being the Iron Man in the NFL, was just, uh, it was hard I mean, it was hard not to leave them off, off this list just because of those reasons, not only what they did on the field but off the field. But, I mean, obviously there's plenty of other guys out there that we could have put in this, but um, I went old, old school and some new, new school <laughs> on this one. So I got, all right, my list, it's close. Obviously, you have Joey Bosa on there. Um, I wanted to put Nick Bosa on there. I just couldn't just because, you know, his last season. We got, I'm not saying he's not, Nick Bosa is arguably the most talented out of anyone on that list, any Ohio State player to come through the door. Unfortunately, the production was not there. Um, I thought so. I have Joey. Um, I have to go Chase Young. I absolutely. I mean, I just thought that his last season with Ohio State was just the most dominant season. He was literally getting triple team against Wisconsin, um, against teams. So Chase Young. Um, here's what. Here's one cast that I. You're not going to have 
and you might you're probably gonna roll your eyes when I say this. Dan Wilkinson. I would over- put him on. First overall pick, uh, Bill Will. He won the Bill Willis Trophy, and like obviously he wasn't. I'm not saying he was a. I don't think he was a bust because he fin- he finished his career with 54 and a half career sacks in the NFL. It just wasn't. I don't think he lived up to it. He was not a bust. He was a great player. Big Daddy Bet Dan Wilkinson was a great player for the. He just unfortunately played for the Bengals, Lions, and Redskins. Yeah. I mean, I thought I thought his production in the NFL was pretty good, um, pretty tough. Dis- despite all that. I almost put him on. I honestly did. I almost put him on. And then, um, yeah, and then I, I wanted to. He's technically not. I mean, I, I'm not putting him on here. I wanted to give him some credit though. Uh, John Simon, just the leadership and everything. I think that you know that's. Deserving of recognition, but I'll go Bill Willis too, um, just because you know he was a, a trailblazer. What yeah. he meant to the game, and then we have the Block O jersey for him now. Yeah, here is where it gets tricky. Oh, well, offensive side of the ball is where it gets real tricky. Offensive line, easy for me. Jim Parker, Orlando Pace were the no-brainer. Jim Parker, another one of those Bill Willis guys. The Barriers. Orlando Pace, the best left tackle in the history of football. Um, Paris Johnson Jr., man. I put him on this list just because how many guys do you know that started for three seasons and didn't give up one sack? Paris Johnson Jr., smart football player, best offensive lineman in this draft this past year. He, again, how many offensive linemen do you know that did not give up a single sack in his career at Ohio mm-hmm. State? And then I, and I have Nick Mangold. Nick Mangold, tough center, tough as nails, uh, was roommates with AJ Hawk and Bobby Carpenter. Um, I mean, again, there's a ton of guys you could put on this, but those four right there stuck out to me. So for me, uh, and that's a great list, Cass. Um, it really is. I got a mine. Uh, it's kind of similar. Um, it, I have obviously Orlando Pace, obviously Nick Mangold, um, and then I'm gonna go. Here's here's a kind of for, a forgotten name. Great career, very good NFL career too. Two time Pro Bowler, like Charles Bentley. Yeah, I think you know. I think that's just a, that's that's a name that's always forgotten for some reason, and he was a stud. Um, absolute stud. Um, and then tackle, I'm going to go more recent guy. Um, he's having, he's had a pretty good NFL career so far. Um, you know, his team's probably going to be pretty competitive this year. Taylor Decker, um, part of the national championship team, obviously, um, has been, had a, had a really nice NFL career, really nice college career blocked, obviously for Zeke, um, and, and protected, you know, Braxton's, Cardale's, JT's blind side. So, like, I, I, I think Taylor Decker is a name, too, that has been kind of forgotten. But I think he's going to go down as one one of the great ones of all time when it's all said and done. Yeah, I agree. By the way, we didn't do any tight ends to the Ohio State. There isn't for – when you think about Mount Rushmore, there isn't for guys to put on it. There really isn't. It, it, <laughs> it, 
I mean, I would just say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, probably Rucker, Farrell, um, Ricky Dudley. You'd have to put Kate Silver. Marcus Baugh? <laughs> For, he did have the catch against Penn State. Yeah, he did. I, I mean, let's just tough. go with that. Ruckert, Farrell, Baugh, and uh, Dudley. Cade Stover soon to be on it. Yeah, I have. So I would have Stover just because of you last year. I'd have. Uh, I would have Jeff Ironman, Ricky Dudley, and I'm going Ben Hartsock. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Ben Hartsock's absolutely honestly. Ben Hartsock might be number one. You have to have Ricky, Ricky Dudley, Ben Hartsock. Um, I, Nick Vanette had is having a real Nick Vanette. I think should be on there in high uh in Hireman, I guess. That would probably be the best the the best yeah. combo. Probably. Ru- I mean Rucker yeah. Rucker's been kind of disappointing with the Jets, but he had a I mean he had a great college career. I think he, I think he was probably the best tight end, I guess, receiving wise out of all of them. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Wide receiver. Talk about receiver. Um I have Paul Warfield because he's the one that very, very first got it done. Chris Carter, I mean, best hand in history of the NFL. That's Terry Glenn because he's probably the fastest and the best route runner. I and and he he played a game with a separated shoulder. It's like the dude was tough as nails. And then Chris Olave just. Mm-hmm. Like, those are my four. I also considered David Boston. Um, I considered Michael Jenkins. I considered Garrett Wilson. I considered um, Joey Galloway. But I think those four, I, you know what? I know Paul Warfield really started all, but give me Chris Carr. Oh. Uh-oh, we lost Cass. Uh oh, let me get him back. Hold on. Where was I? All right, we got Cass back. I'm not sure what happened there. From the top, not... Cass. So going back to my wide receivers, I did initially say Chris Carter, Paul Warfield, Terry Glenn, Chris Olave, but I think I'm going to take Paul Warfield off, and I'm going to put David Boston on. Um, so I'm going to go Chris Carter, Terry Glenn, David Boston, and Chris Olave. But I also considered. You know, Joey Galloway, like I said, Joey Galloway, Michael Jenkins, Garrett Wilson, um, just plenty of guys I could have, I could have thought of. Uh, but those, those were the studs right there. Terry Glenn also had a long NFL career, too. He did. Um, I mean, this is tough. I, I I'm going to go with some outside the box ones here. I know I'm going to get probably eviscerated for some of these picks. Um, I'm I obviously this year I'm just gonna put him on here, Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> um just I'm being preemptive here, but I don't think I'm being ridiculous by any of the means. Um Rose Bowl game, his three touchdowns, um, you know, every big game, every big bowl game, that man shows up, has shown up. He's put on some clinics. So he absolutely like based on what he's done. He's going to go top five unless he does something incredibly stupid. Um, he's an all-time great already. We just we just aren't – like we're just living in the moment, so we're not putting him there. But he's 100% all-time great. 
Um, Chris Olave absolutely should be on this list. Um, he is on the list. He's one, you know, I feel like he holds so many records here. I want to put KJ Hill. Um, I'm not going to do it, but he, if we go by college career wise, he had probably one of the best college careers out of all these guys. Um, I wanted to put Michael Thomas. I'm not putting Michael Thomas, even though he did have the touchdown in the Sugar Bowl. Like he, he was so critical. Um, in the ball more. I think Devin Smith needs to be on on the Mount Rushmore list, though. Um, just because, I mean, the NFL career wasn't there, but he was always a great receiver at Ohio State. Even as a true freshman, the one-handed catch against Miami was like the play of the year for us um, that season. I believe that was like the was that the season we were really bad. Uh, 2012. He caught the pass against uh, Braxton Miller. He caught it through the Hail Mary against Wisconsin when we were. Yeah. He, no, he, yeah. Devin Smith had just some ridiculous plays. Um, obviously not an NFL all time great like some of the other guys, but I think co- college career wise, um, his, his stands with any of them. And then you obviously, you got to go Chris Carter. Um, I think that's that's the consensus one. Yeah, I I could argue, uh, you know, with Terry Glenn, um, David Boston. You could, you know, literally, you know, like I, you could you could put, you know, like I said, Garrett Wilson. You could put any of these guys, Marvin Harrison Jr. At the end of the oh. day, pop, I'm an idiot. Off. I'm an idiot, Cass. On the defensive line, I forgot to mention Will Smith. How do we forget Will Smith? Yeah. This is what makes it so tough. Like, a guy like that, we just straight up forgot. Yeah. Well, wait to the next position. Here we go. The Ohio State RBU, in my opinion. My opinion. Um, Archie and Eddie and Zeke. I mean. It's Archie, Eddie, Zeke. Zeke. That, that, right. And then, and then this is where the real argument begins. I mean, I feel like I it had, has to be Dobbins. I had six. I had three guys here. I had I had Howard Hoplong Captain. I had uh, J.K. Dobbins. I had Chris Beanie Wells. I had um, you know Peppy Pearson, and Peppy Pearson was great after Eddie. I went with Keith Byers. Here's why: Keith Byers should have won the Heisman, but no, he didn't because Doug Flutie threw a hail mary against Miami. Insane. That's the only reason why Keith Byers didn't win a touchdown, win the Heisman. That's such a he, Buckeye way to, to lose it. Yeah. I always feel, and, Cass, don't you feel like we always have a guy in the running for the Heisman like the last week and we just we just don't come away with it recently? I don't know why. I feel like the past couple, just with Stroud specifically, but I feel like we lose he, the Heisman he, more than any other program. He should have won the Heisman in 2015 if it wasn't for the Michigan State game. Keith Byers probably should have won the Heisman. Um, let's see who else probably should have won the Heisman. Um, Joe, uh, no, no, Joe Burrow was just insane. Never mind. Well, uh, okay, he, but you, like if he plays any other season but that season, he probably wins the Heisman. Yeah, that's a fact of that. Uh, in. Like that, Joe Burrow was so ridiculous that year, but like. He would have beat anyone in the history of college football, so that's not right. even fair. Here's one. If we play more than six games in 2020, Justin Fields wins the Heisman. I agree with that. 
I mean, hands down. Like, he was having the best statistical season. That, well, I know Devontae Smith was insane, but they played 11 games. You put Justin Fields with 11, 12 games, he was Heisman. I mean, the voters were stupid that year. Like, everyone was just going nuts. I mean, everyone just went nuts over Zach Wilson's stat sheet in a season where, like, half the teams didn't even play a full slate of games. And BYU played every week. So that's why Zach Wilson looked so good. And, and Zach Wilson just got benched by a four-year-old guy from Green Bay. Yeah. It, it, it's – that's – I mean, I agree with you, Cass. Fields got robbed that season. Not not, not that Devontae Smith wasn't deserving, but nice. if Fields plays a full season – the, 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 it's different. It's 100% different. It's different. Speaking of quarterback. Oh, wait. Go, go with your running back. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, wait. You said J.K. Dobbins. I, did, I went Dobbins. Um, I went Myers. I mean, Dobbins was right there. Dobbins was right there. I think Car- go ahead. Carlos Hyde, like, not not in there. But, like, I just want to commend Carlos Hyde on a great career. He big Janowitz. Exactly. Um there's, there's, there's like there's so many great guys that like aren't even like sixth or seventh in the list. That's how you know you have an elite college football program. What about I mean, I know he probably wouldn't make the list, but Antonio Pittman. Yeah. Yeah. Good call, Cass. Very underrated back for Ohio State. Maurice Claret. I mean, I mean, when a guy like that is <laughs> when Maurice Claret is like the ninth guy on our list, that says something, man, about the program. It really does. All right, quarterback. I, I got QB one Justin Fields for me. Um, and by the way, congratulations, my boy, QB one Justin Fields has doesn't probably know who I am, doesn't care who I am, but congratulations on earning your degree. My guy, and I cannot wait to see him throw so many touchdown passes this season for the Chicago Bears. I'm a believer in Justin Fields. He is a great pocket passer. We know this. He just had to run this year because the Bears can't protect him. But I got Justin Fields is my QB1 in Ohio State history. I have I have I have Troy Smith too. You you have to have Troy Smith. Troy Smith is two. I Justin Fields, Troy Smith, those are the no brainers in my opinion. I have I put Les Horvath in here, but you just convinced me to take him off and put Justin Fields. Um, I just if, you, if you put if you put Les Horvath in the twenty twenty offense, we go three and three. If you put Justin Fields in the whatever air Les Horvath it was in. Justin Fields is literally shattering every record. I'm just – that's a fact. Yeah, I, I had Troy Smith as my QB1 just because he was the Michigan player, uh, 3-0. and Just like J.T. Barrett, he's on this list. He was a Michigan player, 4-0. and I do now have Justin Fields on there, and I'm throwing one, Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller changed the perfection of Ohio State quarterback during the Urban Meyer era. Braxton Miller should have won a Heisman, but he didn't. 2012, Braxton Miller, if Ohio State was eligible, if Johnny Manziel didn't beat Alabama, Alabama 
and Ohio State was postseason eligible for any Statson Award, there's hands down Braxton Miller wins the Heisman in 2012. I agree. So I have Braxton Miller, Torres Smith, J.C. Barrett, and Justin Jones. I'm just – I can't put Braxton Miller on my list just because he didn't finish as a quarterback. As stupid as that sounds, and I just want to be a little different than you. Um, I'm not going to lie. I spent probably prior to this show, Cass, 10 minutes trying to find a lot of a reason, a reason to throw our boy Greg Fry on the list. Uh, um, I have a couple. <laughs> I have a couple. Uh, largest comeback of all time for Ohio State quarterback against Minnesota. What was it, 31 points? Uh, led the comeback against LSU. In an air, he was Kirk Herbstreit's roommate. So, like, uh, he, he gets credit for developing Kirk. Also, also, you know, in an era from 87 to 90, he threw for 37 touchdown passes. I feel like that's not a lot. That's a lot back in the day. That's the equivalent of throwing, like, 50, 60 career touchdown passes today. And he had a visor. So, Greg Fry is my fifth. He's on the Mount Rushmore, but like he deserves he deserves honorable mention in my opinion. All right. So I'm just gonna throw throw one right here as players out of all this whole list. Who are your four on Mount Rushmore? Well, I'm not even done with my quarterbacks. I got. I, I'll give you that in a second. Um, my quarterbacks. My last. Obviously, I have Dwayne Haskins. Um, and then I'm gonna have Joe Germain. I think Joe Germain was just like yeah. I feel like he he really changed the per, the perception of quarterbacks, just like from a pocket passer perspective. I think he was the first true pocket passer we really had. Um, Joe Germain and Dwayne Haskins, uh, just that, that he was so incredible that one season. You just had to be there. Like if you watch 2018, you would know. Um. Right. My all time. I have Archie, Orlando, Chris Spielman, and Ted Ginn. Oh, it's tough, man. I'm I'm by the way, Ted Ginn Jr. helped Troy Smith when I So I want everyone all right. When I give these, these are these are just the guys I've seen with my eyes. Guys who, like, and this isn't. These are guys. Okay, so, guys okay. I'll switch that up. Guys that I've seen in my lifetime. Okay. Not no no not that like guys I've seen with my eyes like. They just look yeah. better than everyone else on the Mount Run. Like, if you go off the Mount Run, this is this sounds terrible. I bet audio wise, but um, if you go off the Mount Rushmore list, like if I have all those guys to pick from. I'm going with guys who I think would be better talent-wise than the other. Not not just like because like I I think Zeke's better than Archie. I think if Zeke played in, in that system Archie played in in that era, he would he he would have won back-to-back Heisman's in my opinion. Like, yeah, I, I can, yeah, but I I mean, but he, I mean, he, he, I mean, I know I know what you're saying. I but when you think of Ohio State, this is me looking into it. When you think of Ohio State football, like the Mount Rushmore of Ohio State football. You think Archie Griffin and Kova Insurance? <laughs> Archie, so. like Archie, Archie's on there. Woody Hayes is on there. I mean, but that, I mean, you can't put Woody on there. I mean, he's, he's coach. So, okay. <laughs> so, like, 
I'll be fair. I'll put Archie and Zeke. I, I'm putting two running backs. Is that fair? That's fair. I, I, I really think though. I mean, I think Zeke. Like, uh, yeah. It, um. <sighs> sheesh. Uh, she. Um. Receiver wise, this is tough. Can't go. Rece- yeah, I'm just trying to think of like the most talented. I, I feel like it has to be Orlando Pace then. Orlando Pace. So it has to be Archie, Orlando Pace, Zeke, and then Iowa State Mount Rushmore. Last guy. It's Justin Fields. When it's done, it's said and done, it's Justin Fields. I'm going. I'm, I'm just. I'll, I'll, I don't care. I know I'm right. <laughs> I. I I have Ted Ginsburg or Troy Smith. I mean, I don't even might put Troy Smith, Archie, Orlando Pace, and Chris Spielman. I mean, out of all, if you're going a defensive player, if we're throwing one defensive player on there, I would personally would throw Malik Hooker on there uh, from a defensive side because he had that that season. Man, was the best season I think any Ohio State defensive player has ever had. One of them, yeah. I mean, as so, I mean, at, at his height, Malik Hooker, yeah. I think, it, it should be on that. <laughs> there are two guys that Jamie Sumner would be upset with us that we did not put on this list. Or not on, not, not, or Corey not Stringer? Consider, no, that we didn't even consider putting on this list. Who? You had to block them in practice. Luke Fickle and Mike Rabel. Oh, uh, well. Okay, what they're coaches. They could be on, they could be on the Ohio State list of like coaching staff people. Because they're both future coaches. Hey, we both had them on our. We had all pl- former player coaches. You had Mike Rabel and I had Luke Fickle as head coaches. So, I mean, I, I I do think Cass. At the end of the day, they will not not that I'm saying Ryan Day is going anytime soon. I'm just saying you know time changes. Things will change. That's just life. Somewhere around the road, I think both of them will end up as a coach at this university. Head coach. I don't think that's crazy to say. I think Luke Fickle more than Rabel because of recruiting. Yeah, I mean, I think I think so. Uh, I think if you know things were to play out, not saying Ryan Day is going anywhere. I don't want. I am. I, I love Ryan Day. I want to like clear. Make uh, he's not going anywhere. Like, do not fire him. Extend him. He's great. Like that's my guy. But I think right now, it's more likely that you know. If let's say something happens and the fan base turns on Ryan Day in a season two, like Vrabel's coaching the Titans, the Titans are going to stink. The only reason the Titans have been good is because Vrabel is just a great coach. They have no talent other than Derrick Henry. Um, they have Bill Levis. Yeah, they're terrible. I think he would be looking to change a situation. Luke Fickle, I think, is going to be building something in Wisconsin. He's not going to be looking to change just yet, but he could change down the road. Yeah, if Ohio State comes calling, I think I think Luke Fickle's gone from Wisconsin. Yeah. But Ryan Day, I mean Ryan Day's our guy. Like I was just thinking about oh, someone. Yeah. Someone posted, and we'll end with this. Someone in the Facebook group chat posted, "Oh, they like Ryan Day's the fifth most likely head coach to get fired this year." Chill out. Ryan Day's worst season. We won a Rose Bowl. Like, just stop. Hey, just stop. Insane. Speaking of. Speaking of recruiting, I just saw your post today at 6.31 p.m. in the Slack 
One one three point shot away, a million bucks on the line. I want Dustin Arns. Okay, Sam Block. I want I want Bronny James, but that's not <laughs> Bronny James is a, a, we've got him with this. Uh, Bronny James made the right decision. I'm happy for you, Bronny. Uh, you you saved yourself one one year, maybe two years, because you're gonna he's going to NBA after one year anyway. Of me just complaining that you're bricking three point shots in January and February, you saved yourself a year of that. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Also, Ohio State got Taiwan Malone. He's a tackle from Ole Miss, a Jersey native. Um, interesting because the deep tackle rim is deep. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, how this play out. And I heard he wants to play a little bit at baseball, and Ohio State's baseball team needs a player. DH. Maybe Taiwan I mean, Malone can come in and hit some dingers at Bill Davis Stadium while possibly becoming an All-American at Leave a tackle for Ohio State. I love um, it. Go Bucks, baby. 